Live from just outside Batu, it's your two favorite Star Wars podcast hosts, Michael Powers and Kyle Fisher. That's right, you're listening to the number one podcast of all time, including times far, far, long, long away to go. <laughs> I really stumbled over that, but yeah, it's Chutaka. Right, off to a good start. Sure. All right, at least I'm talking, I right. guess. At least I can get sounds out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, Even if they're not the right not the right sounds. Some kind of start. Okay, I feel like you're being negative today. And I'm gonna have to turn you up a little for okay. that to Sorry. make up for it. Um so thank you for tuning in. Uh we've got a great show for you today. To did I just say today? Pull yourself I, together. We got Jesus. We got what, maybe an hour left. Like you, you got this, man. How many edibles were in that weed? Um, what? That didn't make sense either. Oh man, <laughs> I'm I am completely at, sober. I'm all over the except place for these beers I'm currently drinking. But beyond that, <laughs> pan down. You just got a line of <laughs> empties. All right, so yeah, uh, per usual, we're going to start with the news uh, or things that are s- similar to news. We have a pretty loose definition of news It's just news stuff here. we want to talk about. Kyle has a, Kyle's the one that picks the news, and sometimes he gets a little loosey-goosey with the definition of journalism. Uh, then we're going to have more spoilers for you that are completely true, not at all uh, contrived. It's crazy to think about. We're almost out. Uh, like the spo- our spoilers will be useless once the movie's out. So I know. We'll run it. I know. Our favorite segment is coming to a close. I know. Such a. It seems like such a part of the. We might have to keep it around. I mean, it's I, such a. It's like a good friend now. It's if a, you want, I can start looking for spoilers for Kenobi. Yeah, I like that. We, as long as there's new Star Wars content coming down the pipeline, we can keep doing. Spoilers, um, and we'll just make it a a thing. Yeah, well, it kind of already is, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, uh, and then I'm very excited about this. Uh, we have another vote of no confidence. Yes, one of our more contentious uh, segments. I think uh, people really like the vote of no confidence. I think they like how combative we get. I think that's where our chemistry really comes really comes out <laughs> as a broadcasting a, duo. Undeniable chemistry mm-hmm. until we hate each other at the end of that and have we're, to take a minute after we we're just like stop on we're just like Finn and Poe. Yeah, okay. Just undeniable chemistry. Right. Okay, yes. Do you think we that, are like that? Which one's which? Do you Who's think who? that our fans ship us? No, I don't think so. Nobody think, wants that. I mean, you don't think they might be a fan of ours and still not want that. All right. Well, if anybody happens to have written some fan fiction, 
some Chutaka fan fiction where you shipped the co-hosts? That's not it. Let us know. Wait, do you want that to be a thing? Have you you haven't been writing any? <laughs> it's not that I want that in real life. Like I don't, you know what I mean? No offense. But <laughs> none taken. It's more the idea that someone would care enough to put in the effort. Yeah, and like, and that's don't don't hold your breath. <laughs> but maybe hey, you never know. It's always it always feels nice to know that people want to like the idea of you naked. Right, right. No and matter if, what the context is, just and when you compare us to Finn and Poe, that makes it a little more palatable. You wouldn't like, <laughs> like if you just read... imagine me with Poe's five o'clock shadow and I, I, I don't his hair. And I don't think they would change a thing about you. I have, think that's you part the, of the. You have the a much darker complexion now, handsome. You have that sexy accent now. Like, I don't hate the of us, idea of that. Yeah, how, think of us in those. Maybe I maybe I start us. calling it the calling them spoilers. Spoilers. Drop the hard R in spoiler. Okay, I <laughs> was thinking more of just like a British accent. Oh yeah, that too. Spo- spoilers. Yeah, we, we got some spoilers for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you wouldn't be complimented by that. You wouldn't feel good if you found fan fiction about the two of us hooking up, even though it wasn't what we were into. You wouldn't be reading it like, "Wow, somebody I, out there thinks I'm hot, uh, thinks I'm sexy." I guess. I mean, I, I'd probably be uncomfortable. And do you have to think of the person as sexy to write fanfic of them? I don't know. I would assume that's part of the appeal, right? I feel appeal, like there's right? fan fiction out there for like Job of the Hut or something. Like you don't have to find them sexy to include them in your um, fiction, right? Well, keep in mind we're also a podcast. There could be people that have only ever heard our voices, and so they're they might have already seen us as a Poe and Finn type. Yeah, they could be envisioning us in their heads, and then like that would be the. So it's not necessarily even us, I guess. So maybe there is no reason to be... I mean, no if you just to be... listen to us, I bet people could assume you're like a black British guy. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, so why don't we get started with the news then? Uh, Kyle, My do you need your cheat news. sheet here? Nope, I got it here, which is... Rise of the Resistance opens in Florida. Yes, correct. That That's the big thing, so... We've both been to Galaxy's Edge in Anaheim now. Um, we both have our own thoughts on it. Um, Actually, pause, time out. Uh-oh. I went back this weekend mm-hmm. with uh, my girlfriend's family, and her mom, like, the whole way there is, like, I'm only going so that I can see the Millennium Falcon. Like, I'm so excited for Star Wars Land. Um and she completely changed the way I looked at it. It was like going with a child and seeing their sort of innocent wonderment. Yeah. And just, it rubs off on you, you That's know? That's what I had. I had that child I know, but I didn't go with you. It was me and Polina. We're both very cynical and... I don't know. I'm well, just saying, I enjoyed it a lot more this time. I also got to pilot the Falcon, which makes that ride... I mean, it's literally... better. Yeah, it's... I I can't even describe how much of a difference it makes. And you only have 50% of c- control of the craft. And it still makes it that much better. But yeah, I mean, it just was night and day. 
there was like a couple that got mixed into our group. I didn't even look them in the eyes for like, I wasn't, as soon as they handed me the pilot thing, I wasn't engaging with anyone. Like no one's taking this spot from me. Deathlock grip. Yeah. But yeah, and I tried the Ronto wrap. Much better. It's good. Much better than whatever I had before in the other food place. Um, But yeah, it was uh, seeing it through a 45-year-old child's eyes. (laughs) An older person acting younger is all you needed. I mean, I still would do things differently in a lot of ways. but So I guess your advice to future goers would be take your grandma with you yeah really helps definitely my grandma would be so confused <laughs> she would have had a star wars no fan. idea oh my god <laughs> and i think she's blinded one eye would really throw off her engineering abilities what's your grandma's name again eva eva is that that's wally yeah and oh, it's man. just eve too Okay. I don't know. Well, um, they're both robots in space, but okay. So, so but it's open. It opened. Rise, yeah, of, the Rise of the Resistance opened in Florida. Rave reviews. Like people are loving it. It seems like this is what Galaxy's Edge has been missing. Is this ride that it's a 15 minute long ride? The queue is all interesting. There, the characters you know and love are there in the flesh or on the screen, or the, but. I have to admit, while I'm super excited, can't wait for it to open here and to check it out. And like I said, it's probably what Galaxy's Edge is missing. I didn't dive too deep in because I'm treating it as something that could be spoiled. I don't want to spoil all the cool things you get to see when I might be writing it in two months. Yeah, I I would like a I'll look at a general description of a ride, but like. If I if I wanted to go ride a roller coaster at a theme park, I wouldn't sit and watch somebody's GoPro like, footage, GoPro footage yeah. of the ride beforehand. I want to experience it in the moment, be surprised, be but awestruck. People are loving it, and so I think that along with what we mentioned last week, these drone X wings that are coming, um, they also uh, I guess put on a little Kylo verse Ray kind of show with like for the opening of rise of the resistance for like some cast members like the cast members who worked there and some media people were there like a duel yeah kind of um it was kind of up like on the stage like the scaffolding or whatever in galaxy's edge so you have to assume that's probably coming for like a nightly show at galaxy at Galaxy's Edge at some point too. These are the things that we were missing that they need to start folding in to make Galaxy's Edge reach the like crazy potential it has that it's not reaching quite yet. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, I also, I think, yeah, just adding any sort of lightsaber fighting is good. Um, also, oh, what was the thing... Something came up while I was there with Polina, and I was like, you could really add a lot of stuff here, and now I'm not remembering what it was. Ah, damn it. Okay, we, you you keep going. We can come back. Let's see what else is in the news. Oh, this was just kind of a little me news, which is no big deal. Like, it's not anything that happened that anyone cares mm-hmm. about but me. But I finally saw the trailer for The Episode Rise of 9. Skywalker in theaters. 
went to Frozen 2, loved oh. that, by the way, and saw, like, that was one of the trailers before it, with the, on the big screen and the, the surround sound, and the, and the, what I took away from viewing it like that is that when episode nine comes out, I am going to cry like a baby. Okay. I was sitting there. Okay, Eric Butts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be Eric Butting. And I like I really might pack tissues. I've never done that before. I might oh need some God. tissues. Oh, my God. I was like getting chills just in the like two minutes okay, but, like, use of your the trailer. That, well, I, I've seen that trailer a hundred times already. It's so dramatic to use tissues. Just I've use your never, shirt like I, a man. I couldn't tell you the last movie I like cried, cried in. I think when I was a kid like 13 or something Armageddon might have when you cried in Armageddon Bruce he, he Bruce Willis pushes Matt, Matt uh, or no no what's it Ben Affleck back onto the thing and he's like Harry no you go fuck my daughter right exactly I'm very emotional <laughs> but I, I mean and now I know this all it took was in theaters see, did like, you like tear up watching the trailer or I, something I know but I was like oh like I, it was coming. Like if I, I'm like if this, if this was four minutes longer, like that's all I would like. I, so I know it's gonna happen. That's not really news, but a little about myself. <laughs> uh, the next news. Hi, this is, I'm Kyle. A little about me. Uh, uh, I nearly cried at a trailer, <laughs> and I'm gonna cry at, a, at this movie. Um, t- two weeks. Take your, take your box of tissues. Um, this is news. This is actual news. This is kind of like not me deciding loosey goosey. This is kind of fun news that came out. Okay. Um, there's a new Star Wars show coming to Disney Plus. Like, oh, is it Darth Maul? Is it a. No, no, no. Nothing that you were even dreaming of. <laughs> it's the Jedi Temple Challenge. Okay. So I guess this is a kids' game show that's going to be on Disney Plus. It's hosted by Jar Jar Binks. Not really. It's hosted by okay, Ahmed Best, gonna, okay. who played Jar Jar. That would have been an interesting choice. Oh, right? Yeah. I like. But no, I think they're throwing Ahmed a bone. Be like, he, yeah, I like that. And he's a fun, likable guy. So he's hosting. It's apparently going to be a lot like... Um, What's it called? The Hidden Temple. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, but for kids, I what's that show called? I freaking Most watched Extreme it. Elimination. No, that Legends of the Hidden Temple. Um, basically that '90s show where kid they dressed up kids in matching outfits, and you were Team Monkey, and you had to, to fight to make it to the temple run at the end, and no one ever won. No one ever won the temple challenge, like maybe once every ten mm. episodes, maybe. But that's kind of the comparison they're drawing from. It's a kids TV show hosted by Jar Jar. Ahmed and Bez. so basically kids are going to come on and do Jedi challenges. Right. So they they said the force is being incorporated. Lightsabers will be incorporated. But it's a kids game show. Um, I guess the writer slash like kind of showrunner is the producer for the Star Wars show. So that's just kind of oh, the, a lighthearted okay, yeah. weekly like web series that Star Wars puts out. So they're that's Why does it have gonna... to only be for kids. I want to compete in something like that. <laughs> you want it to be American Ninja War. You want to push the kids out of the way so you can suit up. And the, the outfit's way too small for you, but you don't <laughs> care. Like, you're like I'm here. Let's do this, Jar Jar. You could do a pretty because it like to do. 
uh, sort of a parallel for all the different force abilities, you would have to have a pretty broad skill spectrum, you know, like, because there's, you know, stuff like force jump and stuff, which is like, okay, parkour around this course, you know, there's uh, sword fighting with lightsabers mm-hmm. and stuff. But then you also have like the knowledge of like the force. mentalism. Are you smarter than a fifth grade Jedi? Right. But like, are you, you know, like mind tricks, right? Like, do you do a card trick or something? Like, is there a magic portion <laughs> of the contest where I, you're just like, I, I think- pick a card. That's not the card you're looking for. Like, is this magic. the card you're looking for? What the F, David Blade? <laughs> <laughs> what the F, Obi-Wan? <laughs> yeah. uh, but seriously, I, I think that... No, would, I, I don't know if do Slide of really Hand will be incorporated, but... Piloting? They could put you in oh, a... that would be fun. In a simulator or something? Ooh, that would be fun. They started doing that at the Little League World Series. They did a home run derby where it was just VR. You wore a headstick and oh, then... Yeah. It said, ooh, that one went 500 feet. Like, <laughs> Oh, you know what they should do? Uh, is drone racing, but like X wings and stuff, and have again. This is probably for like twelve year olds. So. Yeah, but I'm saying make it for like this nineteen is a- year olds. <laughs> nineteen year olds that play a lot of Xbox, and then you just bring them in. <laughs> oh, it's like and you, you get, put them. That will be another. So that will probably be a show in twenty twenty two. It could be pretty cool, man. You put them in front of a screen. You. Uh, that like just gives them a point of view perspective of their little starfighter, and then you have all these drones that are made to look like the ships, and you have footage of them like you could do dog fights with like laser, okay, you know, like laser tag. Now or, I'm gonna show up in the outfit that's way too small because I I'm in for that. Ah, the high score of the day. Put me on the leaderboard. Yeah, drone racing is already a thing. Competitive drone racing. I know. It's like- so you, you just add a little Star Wars twist to it, and you got yourself a hot commodity. But yeah, that that's kind of fun. Again, nothing being added to canon, nothing but just Disney Plus needs content. Go here, here's Star Wars. You have all our That'd budget. That'd be kind Go of funny something. if they added all of the results to canon. Like, you, if you win the challenge, like you do, you were that, that exists of, in the Star Wars universe cl- class. It, 400 years ago or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so that's kind of that news. What a, oh, Mandalorian still going strong. Episode 5 came out since our last um, podcast. Mm-hmm. And it received, I don't want to say some hate, but on Twitter it seemed like people kind of labeled this one just okay. This one was okay. Not anyone's favorite episode. Right. I actually quite liked the episode a lot, especially aspects of it. I did think there was a lot, a lot of Star Wars. Like, here's all the Star Wars things. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of fan service in episode yes, five. Yes, um, Which is a kind of an awesome thing. I don't think the content or quality of episode five relative to the other episodes is what people are reacting to. I think people are reacting to the fact that we need some stuff to start coming together and for a more cohesive narrative to illuminate itself. Because right now it's very unclear uh, what the larger game happening is. You know, there, it's clear that something big is going on behind the scenes. But we don't know what it is. We don't know who the real nemesis is. We don't know. Well, we 
might have that answer. Now, they didn't give us the answer, but we finally saw maybe the big bad at the very end of the episode. Okay, but a lot of people are saying that was Boba Fett. Right, I, I think it might be, or something like that. I mean, so you think Boba Fett is the big bad of this? I don't think so. I don't so. know. Is he the bounty hunter who like is got the best chance to collect the bounty of the Mandalorian? Right, but Yoda what I'm saying Yoda? is whoever put out the bounty, that's the big bad. Well, it's whoever wants Herzog. It's still him. He still wants Baby Yoda. You, I don't think he was like the top dog. Uh, I think he pretty much like that's why they got Warner Herzog. All right. Well, why haven't we seen him again since then? Then, like, I don't, I don't. That's my thing. Is like we we're getting these uh, little vignettes of him evading capture. Why I'm okay but it's with like, that is because I want this to run for eight seasons. No, I'm okay with it too. But also, like, it's not a tw- twenty-four episode season. Like, it's not Law and Order SVU, but it's kind of running like Law and Order SVU, where there's a case of the week. And I'm just saying, like, I there's clearly a serialized, like, big story happening here. And I want to understand the stakes. You know, like, suspense is great and all, but eventually you have to start giving us some more information. I think I, that's what people are kind of anxious for. And the more you don't give more information, the more it just feels kind of, like, plotting. I guess I can see that argument. I'm okay with the pacing so far, really. I kind of like the reveal of, oh, there is this new big bad. Is it Boba Fett? Whatever. I kind of hope it's not, and but I don't. They they're making it out to be something like that. My only, well, I had two p- problems with this episode. Um, one was the casting of the gunslinger. I just wasn't Wait, buying you that You mean the kid. kid that wants to become yeah, part yeah. of the guild? Hated him. Right? He and I, was, think he, I think you're supposed to kind of hate him, but they could have made that as like a renegade. Like, like that character was way cooler than what that guy played to me. He was the same thing to me as the very first bounty he takes in, the blue guy with the gills, where I'm just, like, this guy's just talking like some guy. Like, he is just it, some dude. He... It, it read to me as this guy knows somebody and that's how he got this role. Like they could have got like, uh, like this is a weird example, but Alden Enreich or whatever, like who played young Han Solo, like that kind of guy with charisma and a thing about him would be good in that, this kind of little role more so than having to be Harrison Ford. Like, right. I think that you could have like this character, could have been a lot more, and I think this that episode yeah, because, would have been a lot better if everyone was like, "This I kind of like this guy." Like, is he on right? The side? Well, is that's the thing like, is that it would hit his turn at the end would hit so much better if you had grow, if he had grown more. on you. You know, he can be a little cocky and stuff at first, but he's got to grow on you to where you're kind of you like can't help but like the guy, and right. then when he turns against him and the greed overpowers the sense of loyalty or whatever Mm -hmm. that's a much more powerful choice and then my second problem was the tuscan raiders uh dirty sand people right they they're what we know the tuscan raider is they they like tying up women and torturing them until there's who doesn't and and (laughs) then they'll hit luke over the head and go right 
But in this, how they communicate is sign language, and they're completely silent. <laughs> like I'm like, wait, well, that's kind of contradictory. And now I feel now you feel even worse about how people discriminate against them because it's like they just. What put, if they're deaf? And yeah, that they was just him, put like, all the oh, deaf people. They exiled all the deaf people to yes. the desert, and then just terrible. Oh, the sand people. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I felt I kind of felt bad, and I thought, I, I guess that might. Well, I, it's funny. That might help me <laughs> to understand their character better, but that makes it also awful that their characters are there. It makes it way worse when the noise they make is They're that... Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, George. It, it, it makes more sense, but is way worse. <laughs> uh, it, what if somebody found like an early draft of the script for Star Wars and that's how George described them? was like a, a pack of deaf mutants that roam nomadic deaf tribe that roams the But damn Tatooine it if they are they they are damn good snipers at a pod race and really into BDSM. So <laughs> very interesting characters that we're we're learning more and more about and it's all just getting worse. <laughs> you can scream all you want me nobody's going to hear you. <laughs> Oh God! Okay. Um, all right. So my last bit of news, um, if you can call this one news, because it was this weird kind of bizarre sci-fi article that came out, Sci-Fi Wire. Okay. Um, the headline reads: Star Wars writers. I'm going to put writers in quotation marks. Star Wars writers predict how the Skywalker saga will end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw this. So. I guess the guys over at Sci-Fi um, got writers of like old novels from the '80s. Oh, is that and who they picked? I thought it was people that had done screenwriting for its old legends writers. Right. So basically. this is so the example I pulled is Alan Dean Foster. He wrote the novelization of the original Star Wars, along with the 1978 sequel novel Splinter of the Mind's Eye. And some other stuff. So he's in the was in the world of Star Wars writing, right? And they had him. These guys predict fun ways. Again, quotations. Fun ways for the Skywalker saga to end. And it, what they came up with is Bonko Bonkers Banana Land. Bonko Bonkers Banana Land. Yeah. So what it reminded me of as I'm reading this, going through this, I'm like, is this our spoiler segment? but taken very seriously because that's kind of what it read like. So like if our spoilers were the same as they are, but people were like, yeah, that's actually going to happen. Or I, this should happen. I wish this would happen. Yeah. So there's, they're not saying what they think is going to happen based on like the evidence of the movies so far. Well, I don't they're know saying, because they take what we know to formulate their okay. guesses. I don't know. It's just all kind of... Let uh, me just. Do you want to read this guy's? So this was my favorite example of what these guys came up with. So this is from that Foster guy. Late in the story treatment, Kylo Ren attacks Rey with his lightsaber. Ren's blow cuts the upper right side of her scalp. She falls to the floor gasping. Then Foster indicates that the upper right side of her head is cut away and cauterized. Amid the exposed bone, a small freeform transparency fills part of her head, melding sinuously with her brain. Behind the transparency, lights flash and twinkle. Reaching up, Ray 
touches her exposed area and draws back her hand <laughs> in shock. The revelation is as unexpected as it to her as it is to us. Kylo Ren voices his disgust. Droid. Part <laughs> droid. No wonder Part you mastered droid. the use of the Force so quickly. No wonder you learned so quickly, you hybrid monster. That is some classic Star Wars dialogue. Oh, like I hate that. Like, oh my god. I mean, first off, like you're in the wrong sci-fi movie. That's Blade Runner, and where also, people are like secretly how I read robots. that and how Kylo talks. No wonder you mastered the use. Like, it's like, does this guy think he's like I'm fixing this Mary Sue argument that's floating around the well, internet? All of a sudden, he made Kylo Ren into, like, early Draco Malfoy. (laughs) Yeah. You mudblood. Potter. (laughs) You dirty half-droid. But, uh, so, it goes on to say, locked in battle with Kylo Ren. You can't spell smuggler without muggle. Okay. Why do you need to spell smuggler right now? Uh, There's just another Harry Potter, Star Wars tie-in. Oh, okay. I'm trying my best over here. I I had something. Just trying to make connections. I just thought maybe someone could make a t-shirt of Han and he's saying you can't spell smuggler without muggle and then somebody like Harry Potter is like cool bro. Okay (laughs) okay, boomer. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I don't hate it now. Okay. <laughs> Locked in battle with Kylo Ren, Ray's memories come flooding back to her, Foster writes. Her parents, junk dealers with an infant, an infant with a deformed skull. They take her to a renegade surgeon on Jakku. There is one possible operation, but it's experimental and highly dangerous. It could kill her. <laughs> but we know it doesn't because she's alive. Uh, he goes on. He weaves this into other stuff with Luke and stuff. Is he... Uh... Wait, can you read that last part back again? Just uh, locked in battle with Kylo Ren, raised memories come flooding back to her. Her parents, junk dealers with an infant, an infant with a deformed skull. Okay, pause. Does he think that like the worst thing that can happen to someone is that they have a slight skull deformity? Because I mean, he's like an an infant, an infant with a deformed skull. Like, what is that? I mean, any infant can have a deformed skull if you push hard enough. Like the skull's still hardening <laughs> at that point. Like that's like that. Uh, you know, any pizza is a personal pizza if you try hard and believe in yourself. <laughs> right. like, any I mean, you infant just, skull can you leave be de- any de- baby <laughs> like leaning against the wall for too long. It's gonna get a little deformed. Like no right. big deal. <laughs> but uh, so, he, like I said, he kind of weaves this in this weird ending where. It's okay to be a Mary Sue now because you're a robot and Luke gets involved. The treatment ends on a note of uncertainty with Ray weeping over the death of Luke and no clear indication of what she'll do next, aside from striving to live up to his example. Mm-hmm. Holding back her sobs. Wait, Ray, how did Luke die? I don't know. I, I didn't care enough because okay. it got crazy and he had things. With, he had Luke fighting an army of snow clones. Like this guy... Like I said, Snoke banana clones. Land. Yeah, this this is like I it puts our terrible spoilers to shame. That's what I'm saying. But like, this is also the kind of wacky shit that happened all the time in Star Wars books 
pre-Disney purchase. Well, and yeah, see, I didn't, people, I didn't get into that. So. When people wax uh, nostalgic about the old legend stuff, it's like some of it was batshit crazy and you know it. Yeah. Well, so stop acting like it was just pure genius. Some of it was fucking wild and out there. It would not like be this, good. Uh, from this guy who yeah. wrote that stuff. Uh, so the treatment ends. Blah, blah, blah. Holding back her sobs, Ray gently closes Luke's eyes. C-3PO is there to comfort her. Reaching up, he touches her exposed skull portion. Has anyone told her lately how really beautiful she is? She, she <laughs> Wait, sniffs, this is C-3PO? Yeah, she sniffs, then starts to laugh softly. So the end of the Skywalker saga, <laughs> according to this guy, is boom, Ray's half droid. Luke dies fighting off a clone, uh, uh, clones of Snoke, um, and then uh, I'm, I guess Ray fights them all off, and then closes Luke's eye, starts to weep, but is consoled by C-3PO, who is now interested because she's half droid, and they oh that's what he's getting at, and they awkwardly laugh together as we fade to black. So this guy just this guy's just weirdly shipping. Ray 3PO. I think so. Like, I wonder. That is a weird one, man. I know. I he should listen to this podcast and ship us. I, I would love to hear his story on us. See what I'm saying? It would be exciting if somebody wrote that kind of story. If you're half droid and not telling me, I'm gonna be pissed. Cause, cause you would be into it if I was. No, no, no. Cause you oh. should be like editing faster and like smarter and. Dude, if I was half droid, I would be pissed too. Because why would I be programmed to have such a hard time waking up in the morning? You know what I mean? That would just, ugh. Um. Okay, that guy's a little out there. Should we try to outdo him? Let's. <laughs> this week, I might. Okay, uh, it's time for spoilers. Alert. Spoiler alert. Oh no, I hate spoilers. All right, uh, do you want me to go first? Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, so all of my spoilers were sent to me uh, in an email. Um, I, I know last week I had some email spoilers uh, from someone else's email. Um, but I have been informed I can't use those. Uh, but these, these from an anonymous These source? were sent to me from just an anonymous person, uh, but the email address was gaygaygabrams at hotmail.com. So once again, hotmail. Hotmail. You just I'd, never know what you're going to get um, yeah, coming from hotmail. I don't like think a that's big, even a website Sounds anymore. like a big fan, if you know what I mean. Uh, so here's my first one. Uh, you may have seen in that uh, Ava DuVernay panel interview, mm-hmm. um, Billy D. Williams getting pretty old. He's having having trouble remembering yeah, he's, he's his lines something. and stuff, apparently. Uh, and instead of shooting around it, J.J. decided to play into it. So in Rise of Skywalker, Lando Calrissian is dealing with the early stages of dementia. And uh, apparently this is pulled straight from the script. At some point, he says to Daisy Ridley, uh, the, his famous, you, do, you really do belong with us among the clouds line. 
uh, except he kind of like loses his train of thought mid-sentence, it looks like, where he's like, you really do belong with us among the clouds. Where, where have the clouds gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just picture him like uh, like old, like a good marker for old people and if they're still with it or not is if they're still driving. Like we say, like, well, she's still driving. Right. So she's so, oh, sound but a lot of times that's also how you but can tell like, they get noticed. Like they shouldn't right. be driving. She doesn't drive it in the dark anymore. Then that's what I'm like. Billy D's like um, piloting the Millennium Falcon. What if they just like put him over there? Meanwhile, Chewie's like it's like the like drivers learners. <laughs> or somebody's like, actually steering right, in the passenger right, right. seat. They Chewie's can take like, control I at any this. time. It's like you have fun laughing over there in your cape. I'm the one like oh, well, we did this for him. Like I kind of like what you're saying that like if it gets dark, he has to like have Poe take over. Right, right. You have young eyes; you can see better than I can. Um, so yeah, I think that'll be interesting. Kind of sad, but interesting, you know. I I, I can buy it. <laughs> I I can buy it. Like, it, right. That's why he's just laughing, and he's just happy to be there. Like that's oh, all we've seen from the he's trailer. He's definitely just happy to be there. He, yeah, that's oh, pretty well, much what every sits of the word. Yeah, that's pretty much what all of his uh, interviews are. Yeah, lately he's, it's he's just like, like, how does it feel to play Lando again? He's, I never thought I'd get to play Lando. Again. <laughs> like, let's be honest, <laughs> never saw this happening. They should have digitally made Donald Glover older, like that, than just having Billy. What? <laughs> That okay, a, maybe that's a hot take. That but. would be such a insulting move. <laughs> so if insulting. Billy, he's he's like, uh, if they did that, because it, oh my god, he would. They'd be like, why did you choose to age Donald Glover instead of using Billy D. Williams? And they're like, he can't drive at night. Billy D. Williams is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, shit, he couldn't drive the Falcon we, anymore. We really so. should have checked before we just decided to replace him. Okay. Now let me get into mine. Okay. Um, so I found out mostly from deep diving on Amazon reviews mm-hmm. that there's a reason Rose has strategically been missing from merchandise. Okay. Um, it's so you'll never expect what comes from her in episode nine. What comes from her? That she's an ally to Palpatine. There's a reason the Emperor seems to be looming tall over Rey in a kind of a robotic seat. But in actuality, he's just in a long black robe sitting on Rose's shoulders. (laughs) Like the little rascals in a trench coat. Uh So, watch out for that. What a combo. Wow. The old wisdom and dark side knowledge of Palpatine on the young, able thighs of Rose running around. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus um, Watch okay. out Ray Watch yourself Cause that's a pretty That's a gruesome twosome Coming at you. That's interesting And I guess Oh man I'm trying to connect the dots here Like They can't put that on all the shirts that... They can't put that on all the shirts Uh, Trench coat What's that called Tiki Guys What's that called trench... Totem pole trench coat tiki guys you know what i'm talking about the it's like totem poles yeah yeah well you can't put a rose palpatine totem pole on your cute little t-shirt coming out for the resistance so she's absent it all makes sense 
No, I get what you're saying. I just, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Does that play into the title? Is there like a connection between, you know, Rise, Rise. and like Rose? Jesus rose from the grave. He's rising from the grave. Like these are, it's the same oh, verb so in different <laughs> tenses. You know, is that Rose isn't even her really it, name. It's all just an indication of how she helps. She helps Palpatine Rose. I know, but if there could be some sort of, you know, if, if if it comes to light that Palpatine created Anakin, then that would make him sort of the de facto patriarch of the Skywalker lineage. And so then if Skywalker rose, it could be that Palpatine wins, takes over uh, with the help of Rose Tico. Yeah, I got kind of confused in that explanation, but I'm just saying... Thought it tracked perfectly. That combo is lethal. So, Ray, better watch yourself. All right. Oh, I'm here for it. Uh, this one I'm excited about. Uh, George Lucas apparently has a speaking cameo. Oh, I'm excited too. Yeah. Um, he plays an old alien shipbuilder who it turns out built the Millennium Falcon. Okay, I actually kind of love that. Right? And then uh, he helps Poe like make a repair so that they can get on their way to destroy the what Empire. What you're going to want to do, like, <laughs> like, here's your problem. Right. Like, as he's under the yeah. ship, he's like, uh, this has been psh, 12 parsecs. Hell, we could have done that in nine and a half. Just take this <laughs> off of there. Here's your problem. You're not using the main character the way you're supposed to. No. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, we didn't ask that. Uh, but apparently his final line uh, as Poe is running up the ramp of the Falcon to leave, uh-huh. uh, he looks back at George and George with a tear in his eye or to some effect like that says... It's always hard watching somebody else fly my ship. Which okay. is sort of a handing off of the reins. And then Poe says, I'll take good care of her. And that's Disney's little passing of the torch. Uh, okay. Does it have to be a speaking line? Can you do your George uh, impression? Uh, it's always hard to see someone fly away in your ship. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Just... We're going to go save the galaxy. No thanks to you. It's like, mm, uh, actually, it is thanks to me, but yeah. mm, for you, you, never mind. Millennium Falcon. I named it after myself. George Millennium. Nice to meet you. Now it's the mm, Millennial Falcon. Mm. <laughs> Damn kids. Just sits around all day and expects to be rewarded. Where's my check? <laughs> okay, here's my next one. Guess what? What? We get another new force ability from Luke. From Luke? Oh, interesting. This time, not only does Luke come back as a force ghost, but he also force ghost morphs into Ray's body. That's right. Luke can force himself. To uh. assume the body like a uh, symbiotic kind of avatar. Okay. Um, he's, that sounded bad, though. No, no, no. Not. It sounded like you said he was forcing himself into No, no, her. no. It's more. It's basically like what the mean uncles can do in Casper. Like they can just kind of whoop, whoop into the right. person. It does so, feel problematic, though. 
No, only because I said it forced him. So the, the, either way, it, it's, it's taking consensual. away her agency. It's consensual. Oh, so he's morphing. like, may I morph into you? Right. She's and like, she's like, sure, yes. you're my. And then he checks professor. in regularly during morphing to make sure she's still okay with him being in <laughs> right. control. Now it's kind of like the genie where he pops his head out and talks to him. So <laughs> we still good? Okay. <laughs> Force jump right. <laughs> Here we go. But okay. no, yeah. But that I mean, it, it, all that's just so Luke can take on the Emperor at the end and uh, shut up all the whiny fans from. So here's a question Awakens, for you: so. If he can use the Force in that way um, from the afterlife, why can't he confront Palpatine from the afterlife? Well, he's he using needs, the Force. He needs a physical body to be there to take on Palpatine. Why can't he? use the force to possess Palpatine and then force him to samurai himself in the gut with because his own lightsaber. that would be rape, Michael. What did I just say about consent? What? Consent. But he's a bad guy. and he's Palpatine a, would not give us consent. Palpatine's a man. You can't rape a man. You're... Yes, you can't. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> you can't. Kyle, it's impossible. You can force ghost rape a man, okay? It's, and I'm just saying, there has to be consent. He does it with Ray as a team. It's a team. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I can't believe you didn't know the rules of Force Ghost morphing. I mean, <laughs> they they keep changing, man. I mean, they're not. Well, the, that's they're what not I told. They, hey, they're not what they why, used to be. <laughs> that's why I'm telling you guys all this. So it, it, it you know going in, like it's you right. won't have these these. Con- Questions of consent when so do you th- know the do rules. you think that that kind of uh, you think that kind of hurts Ray's character arc like she doesn't get the chance to grow no, and it's like a team it's it's face the, the person. Padawan and the master they're becoming one it's they're well, both I get, I get what you're saying she's but actually kind of like skipping some stuff she's like okay that's cool. As long as we win, they're just here to save the galaxy. But then are they hey, like permanently no together? I in team. All right. They're are just they, here to save hang the on, galaxy. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are they permanent? Per- he consensually well, leaves her at two. Okay. Are you sure? Because I'm just saying, like, what if he got stuck in her and then all the like Raylo shippers would be upset because they would be rooting for her and Kylo to kiss, but they can't kiss now because then That's he'd be kissing nephew. his uncle. Yeah. Well, good thing. That's not what happens. Okay. Um, well, here's another uh, interesting one for you. So a lot of people have speculated about Anakin's true origins. Um, you know, was he an immaculate conception, or did Palpatine create him with midichlorians or whatever? It's actually much more simple. Anakin has a dad, and his dad is Qui Gon Jinn. That's right. After having a one-night stand with a young slave on Tatooine named Shmi, Qui-Gon used the Force to erase himself from her memory. No. <laughs> and then nine years later, he found himself back on Tatooine and discovered that when he had last been there, he had planted his seed. Or instead of erasing her memory... Was she just being passive aggressive in her response? He goes, "Is there a father?" She goes, "There was no father." Hmm. 
It does. It reads very differently if you watch it again. Like there that, was no it? father. I ra- I carried him myself. I raised, raised him, him myself. myself. Yeah. No thanks to you. It kind of connects a lot of dots, you know. Yeah. And it becomes sort of this. That's why he feels obligated. We have to take him, and like. Right. He's protective. He's like. Obi-Wan, I know you don't care, to, but you have to raise this kid. And he I has to, up. well, no, but he has to come up with the whole story about Anakin being the chosen one. Oh, his middle Chloria counts off the charts. Yeah, he probably just like mixed his blood in with Anakin's or whatever, like to add midichlorians. Well, they would already be kind of mixed just genetically, yeah. but, but no, I'm sure he just kind of fudged the details. Like, hey, look at this. So they're off the chart. He's like, he's not the chosen one. He's actually a real dick and is going to grow up to be like the destroyer of us yeah, all. Well, because but if he... Like, can you can you get my kid into the private school? Like, I feel bad. I wasn't there. It's like, I Basically, really but, to get him but I'm saying like to get his mom off my back. But I'm saying he had to come up with an elaborate ruse because if he told the truth, he would be expelled from the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't be able to look after Anakin. So he's trying to do the right thing. But he's trying to do it without suffering any consequences. He's trying to do the right thing the wrong way. Right. And that's he's what gets him the killed. system and he cheated Shmi. Yep. And he cheated Watto. Cheated a lot of people. Watto deserved it. <laughs> All right. This is my last one for the week. Okay. So from where we're sitting... Hux might just seem like a whiny assistant to the regional manager, mm-hmm. um, but he plays a larger role in episode nine than you might think. Uh, he tries to prove his worth in many ways, the most shocking coming from when he goes undercover to try and infiltrate the resistance, big mama's house style. <laughs> so he dresses as a lovable Southern African-American woman and goes to the resistance to befriend them and then steal their secrets. Okay. Who's playing him? What's Hux? It's Domino Gleason. Okay. In prosthetics to look like a voluptuous African American blackface. Well You have a lot of problematic spoilers this week. (laughs) I kinda see the last one with consent. This one, maybe... How do you save blackface, Kyle? <laughs> mm. She'd still have red You're hair. Like, you maybe are the Burt Kreischer of Star Wars podcasts. biracial. So... Oh. It's like a Blake Griffin-looking type person, like so red hair So you're advocating still. for a, a more subtle blackface? Right. Yes. That makes that's it all better. Could, that's all I could do to save this one. I, I mean, look, it's not your idea. It's not I, your I, I, creative. I'm reporting you're not the, it. Yeah, you're just a journalist. Right. I, I thought it was news. a bold decision, too. I think but you should what say you better thought it was way, a bad decision. What better way to infiltrate than to be a completely different person? They never see it coming. Right. When he looks so different. And there would a be a lot Griffin of... looking woman. There could be a lot of humor... Where like he's around people who are talking shit on Hux, and he, and he has just has to swallow it like yeah, and they're just like doing their best little they're Hux gonna, like, hey, roast jokes, pose like let's prank call Hux again, yeah, and then he calls and in his pocket it starts ringing. They're like, wait a second, is that your phone ringing? He's like, oh, what a coincidence! It's my boyfriend. 
It's like, oh, but it says Poe's number on it. It's like, that's so weird. Maybe I mix my phones hey, up. Pose my boyfriend? <laughs> Pose like, no, I'm dating Finn. It's like, oh, you see, it gets all convoluted. I was just telling. I was Hilarity just thinking people in the lunchroom, like, talking shit, and he just hears them over his shoulder and can't defend himself because it would blow his cover. Yeah. You know, just basic old fire crotch hucks is at it again. Wonder why he's so hot under the collar. <laughs> assistant to the regional manager hucks, am I right? And he's like, assistant regional manager. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's it for spoilers for this week. Thank God. <laughs> Thank okay. God. Yeah, that was a rough one. From the so. writers. It's just this whole episode. The My sci-fi God. Sci-fi writers. And to we're fifty-four ours now. minutes in, so we got to get this vote of confidence done. This is okay. Well, let's kick it. All right. It's time Play. for a uh, vote of no confidence. I move for a vote of no confidence. All right. If you've listened before, you know the rules. If you haven't listened before... You're going to be confused. You will. Everyone's confused the first five times they listen to the vote of no confidence. Uh, we are still we still get confused doing it. Uh, but basically, it's a fight to the death. We each pick our teams with certain criteria. And then we are arguing that our team would lose. We are not arguing that our team is the better team. We're trying to pick a losing team. So I have three people or things on my team. Michael has three people or things on his team. They are going to fight to the death, and we hope that our team dies. We hope we have we put our vote of no confidence in our team. Exactly. Um, so with that being said, Kyle, the uh, categories this week. We each get one human, one alien slash droid, one vehicle slash ship. And where will they be fighting? They'll be fighting in the desert kind of arena that we see Ray and Kylo um, fighting or like Ray jumping over Kylo's TIE fighter in the... That's an arena. Well, kind of. It's like a. It's like a outdoor kind of. Yeah, just it's like a naturally existing arena that we see in just the Rise without, of the Skywalker teaser. Just without an audience. Now stands. we got to move. What's let's draft. All right, this isn't gonna be fun because we're on. A, don't rush it. Just have just enjoy the moment. Well, it won't just take live long. In the moment. It won't take long for my team to lose. I'll just you want say me to that. pick first? Yeah, I'll give you the first pick in the All draft. Right, so for my human, the 2019 Michael Powers select Brian Posehn from The Mandalorian. Who's Brian Posehn? He's the speeder driver that picks him up in episode one. The comedian? <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Now... That kind of goes against my photo no confidence sequel edition. What do you mean? Where it's going to be The Force Awakens. I didn't catch that. Okay, well. What do you mean sequel edition? That's bullshit. Well, that's what I had written in our outline. Actually, it doesn't go against that because Mandalorian is a sequel to the original trilogy. He is a badass and a big guy, and he's going to beat me up, so I'll allow it. Okay. My human of choice, 
will be this woman from Canto Bight. I cannot find her name, but she's uh, pictured three times. I believe the guy they're looking for with the red plume. Show thing. her. Show her to me. Uh, show she her to me. Blows on his dice. She's okay. that pale complexion lady. Oh, there she is by Finn. There. Yeah. Looks like an athlete. She's basically an Instagram model who is going to be thrown in the desert to fight to her death, and she weighs eighty nine pounds. Okay. All right. And your second pick. Um, for alien slash droid, I've decided to go with a wart. A wart? A uh, wart is this frog-like animal from Return of the Jedi. Okay. You uh, really didn't get the sequel memo, but... Okay. I didn't... You didn't tell me that. Okay. When did you tell me that? I'll, let me, I'll show you well, let me tell you what it is. Uh, frog-like creatures native to Tatooine, they feed on mostly insects and rodents and catch prey by sitting stationary in the sand and using their long tongues to catch and wrap around passing animals. Rodents, you say? Well, let me pick my second. They are my... sometimes confused with frog dogs. Hate it when that happens. My alien that I will draft is Babu Frick. Okay. Was Babu Frick? Babu like? Frick is from the Rise of Skywalker, and he puts the stuff into C three PO's brain. That cute little guy there. Okay. He's got big eyes and big fingers, and he's here's good with tools. Here's a picture of him to scale. He's about twelve inches tall, max. Size matters not. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Um, okay, for ship slash vehicle, uh, I select Klieg Lars hover chair. Okay, we've used that before, kind of. No, but... we used Klieg. In his hover chair. I will be drafting... But, that, but you said ship slash vehicle, not a character. I That's not a character. That's will just... be drafting Ray's... That's like saying that you can't select Luke's X-Wing. But you, because you selected Luke once. Okay. Well, I select. You're just mad because it's a terrible vehicle. Raise watercraft from the Rise of Skywalker, the water skimmer that would be rendered useless in a desert. Let's fight. It's still a skimmer. Not if it's stuck in the sand. You can't put a jet ski in the sand dunes and have a good time. But it's not jet ski technology. That's a It's water skimming technology. No, that is it's, an absurd. It's still going to be like It's it does not have propellers. It might you, you don't are know. So full, we did see the we undercarriage. Can't go off, it might, it, every shred of evidence in the Star Wars universe tells us that it probably has some sort of shitty hover technology. No, it doesn't so, hover. It's on the water. We've talked about this before. Why don't you just fly over to the wreckage? But of it's the like Death Star? flying across the top of the water. It's, it's skimming. not. I. You know who is hovering? I don't think that's an ship, and your little frog is on it. Going around ship catching is a- things into its mouth from afar. That thing is a moving ship. Is a very strong word for a hover round. All right, nobody hover round that can hover over sand. Okay, all I'm saying is nobody like hover rounds into Walmart and people are like, "Hey, move your ship!" 
Like that's <laughs> not. I won't call it a not ship a fair but term. It is mobile and sand. I don't think my ship is. Um, okay, but I, I think a ship being mobile in sand is sort of besides the point. The question is, is it dangerous? And no, I don't think that a hover chair is dangerous. Whereas you have a very technically competent little tech wizard on your side in Bibu Funk or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's um, Baboon Frick, thank you very much. In Baboon Frunk. And he is going to just... He, He's going to take your water skimmer and he's be like he's going to be like ah I can't even use this thing and then he's going to be he's going to have a a beautiful mind moment where he connects the dots and then he's like oh I can make a weapon out of this it probably has a couple blaster cannons on Jet it or something Jets don't have blaster cannons it but it's a it, but it's outfitted for no, it's the equivalent of a it, you, I, you rent them from a shack. We've talked about that A lot before of your also. argument is falling on this idea that it's the equivalent of a jet ski. And Regardless I just think that's absurd. Babu Funks or whatever the hell you call its ability to change this land-driven jet ski, it won't matter because you have a six foot four, 280-pound comedian. comedian. Who could oh, so what, is he gonna easily make fun of you guys? break the fingers of Babu Frick, rendering him useless, poke him both in the eyes, and punt his little 11-inch tall body across the sand, unable yeah, except to move that you, his hands to see. Maybe if you hadn't brought an Instagram model to the fight who is distracting him, and I'm sorry, but Brian Pussain is a married man. He's not going to have exactly. much. He's not interested. No, she's he's young. Uh, she's annoying. She would not. But laugh he's at gonna be jokes. looking. He's gonna be distracted by her good looks, and he's gonna ha- have blood flow into the wrong places to be effective. Another in combat. weapon. Another weapon at his disposal. No, it's another no. He's not appendage. gonna go into a horny rage. He's kind of flying around, cruising around the hovercraft, the hover chair, throwing frogs at the Instagram model. Poisonous dart frog, I'm assuming. Uh, have you ever seen like fat, ugly comedians uh, interact with beautiful women? Like they're complete, they become complete puppy dogs. I mean, I just, I really think that he would and just what's she gonna bend do? over and do. What's she, she gonna do? He, he would selfie him to death. No, like, she would just like convince him to kill herself like that, kill himself like that girl in the uh, documentary who convinced the kid to kill himself via text message, and then she went to jail for it. He, That's what girls do. He has way more willpower. That's how than women that. fight. He has way more willpower than that. He you, could you pick her that. up. He's trying to not you're, die. You're this depicting is a fight him as death. like a physically imposing character. Yeah, he's tall. Oh, he's but gonna he be out of is breath. like a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. Like I know. he's. I know he's going to be out of breath. He's going to be sweaty. It's actually a good thing we have that hover chair there. He he's might going to need apnea that. himself to death I'll before he's going to need that. He accomplishes chair. anything, but he's going to hover on over to her. And again, this is a battle to the death. No one there wants to die. He can snap that twig of a, a woman's neck off, like uh, the cap of his. A white claw. Like, Kyle, you just said earlier that he's a good guy. You're like, he wouldn't cheat on his wife. Unless but everyone now you're there saying is that, trying to kill him. But now you're saying that he would hurt a woman? Yeah, he's going to have to, or she'll hurt him. 
I or try to I think hurt you're him underestimating with her cell phone. You're underestimating his chivalrous character. Her makeup is gonna she'll be sweating. It's hot out there in the sand. Look, either her makeup's gonna run into her eyes. Now she can't see. Now she can't see a uh, fungu fluck can't see because you poked him in the eyes with your big ass fingers that are as long as he is. Like uh, all my team can't see. They can't even find the sea dew that is parked somewhere out in the Your sand. Whole not able to move. Argument here is based around one overweight comedian being like this uh, wampa type warrior. No, like I'm you're you're painting him out like a wookie. Like just because he's hairy, he's not gonna be effective. Like he doesn't have the power of a wookie. No. And also, what about my wort? What about my wort, man? He is going to be short work for your little uh, guy with the tools. Are you kidding me? What do you mean? They're the same size. Your guy eats rodents. My guy's 10 inches tall. He would tongue him right into his mouth, and he's having a, a midnight snack but as your he guy, watches your comedian <laughs> snap the poor girl in half as she takes a selfie how, of her good side. Do you realize how dumb that is, how dumb you sound right now? I've never heard someone sound more dumb. You're sounding right now. Then the idea, the idea that just because by a the the idea that because they idiot. are the same size that he's not a bigger threat in that situation. That's like saying that because uh, we don't know his mental capacity. I, I'm saying, uh, humans kill elephants. Elephants weigh you know twenty times more than humans, but yet we kill them somehow. How is that possible if it's just a matter of size? No intelligence and the ability to use tools makes your guy what tools are out there he is a tool man he's tim the tool man frick he is gonna sh show you don't think he's showing up with a tool belt oh and what about the junk useless would be bigger than what about the junk useless speeder that you brought which probably has is uh, taller and weighs more than babu frick he doesn't have a tool belt a tool belt would be for him is q-tips you know what he and has? You know what he has? Let's go with your jet ski analogy, all right? If this thing's the equivalent of a jet ski, then you know what's going to be inside it in the main little compartment under the handlebars? There's going to be a tow rope, and he's going to get the tow rope out, and he's going to use it as a strangle cord. He's going to strangle people with he, it, all right? How is he going to reach around any neck? A neck is thicker than him. Okay, then maybe he tosses it to your Instagram model and she and does like, like a uh, seductive dance and gets people all like, oh, oh, I think she likes me. And then she, next thing, oh, she's behind him, grabbing it, pulling him in. Just Brian Pesane's turning purple. He's, his eyes are popping out of his head and he's, I love my wife. No, she wants a Cosmo and an UberX out of there. Like she That's not an option. At all. That's not an option. She's going to go full... Uh, have, have you ever seen uh, like a world star hip hop video of two women fighting? Like when they, when it comes down to it, when they have to fight, like they go crazy. They will. Just like a 280 pound, six foot four man might go crazy. With nothing to live for. He doesn't have any, like his life, he has kids and a wife. Like his, he's miserable. Oh yeah, nothing he's to live miserable. for. Compared to this 22 year old. She has her whole it. life ahead of her. He's she's he's unhealthy peaked. and she's just, peaked. Starting now, she gets uglier every year of her life. That knowledge alone is eating away at her before this battle even starts. She might want to give up before the the flag the green flag flies. Here's the thing, honestly, I wish I hadn't picked Brian Pasane because I don't like talking shit on him like this. But 
your Instagram model, like, do you realize the amount of effort that goes into like maintaining an Instagram model body? Like, oh, she was born you, away. She she's, could eat no, McDonald's she, every day and would be that. But big. she still has to do the stuff to give herself a sense of working towards something. So she's still going to boxing classes. She probably takes jujitsu. She's like a BJJ <laughs> black yeah. belt. Uh, Kendall Jenner definitely knows jujitsu. Kendall like, Jenner's not an Instagram model. She's a bigger celebrity well, than that. Exactly. You're talking about somebody that's a low-level influencer still trying to make mm-hmm. their name in the game. Right. True. And all I'm saying is that that requires some real... Phys- Even if all she does is Peloton, she's going to be the most in-shape person, most athletic person on the battlefield. So, yeah, uh, Brian Posehn might be big and lumbery, but... She's going to be able to run circles around him, wear him out, she get around him with run. the jet ski tow rope, she and then cut off the circulation run. to his carotid, and he is going to fall like a sack of goddamn potatoes, She Kyle. can't run circles around him in heels when he's hovering around in your convenient ship you picked. That, is that thing doesn't go fast. Around. It goes faster than her in heels and sand. I don't... But also keep in mind, this is a sequel edition. She doesn't even this, want to touch your frog. Keep Ew. in mind, this, she didn't even. She didn't hey, dissect. You interrupted me. In you interrupted me. This is a sequel edition uh, vote of no confidence, which means that Kleeg's wheelchair is somewhere north of fifty years old, and also means and that probably your frog falling apart. Is dead. Then it showed up to the battle rotting because it's no it was in return of the jedi like i said a word i didn't say the word from return of the jedi i'm just saying the species appeared in return of the jedi uh this one is fresh and uh actually no it is the one from return of the jedi it's it's old and frail and it can't fresh and its tongue doesn't move quick anymore poisonous no, and no, it it's the one from Return of the Jedi. Tall. No, this no. This is the point where I we just both clarified. get confused. <laughs> I just clarified, though. Is, it's the one from Return of the Jedi. It's might, very old. It might be an indicator that we wrap this up. because it's very old. This happens every time. I think it happened to be last time where I'm like, but my girl would drown. I'm like, wait, no, she wouldn't. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's the one from Return of the Jedi. Very old, it's very, very frog and very ailing. quick and poisonous. And, and don't anyway. forget, let's not forget that you brought a noose to the battlefield, a tow cable I don't noose. think that's a thing because you can't tow... Uh, Anyway. You said jet ski rules. Jet skis have tow cables in them. On sand. And it weighs two tons. You can't tow You shit. still need a tow sometimes. But we'll let you guys decide. <laughs> so we'll put it out on Instagram and Twitter. You guys can vote now. You can stop what you're doing. Turn off the podcast because it's over. And you can go and vote for Michael's team to lose. I'm just going to be the biggest loser. You're going to be so jealous. Okay. Um, anything else for the fans? <laughs> I don't think so. Fans, this, a strong word after this, this episode. This episode Even got if they liked the rails. it before. <sighs> okay. Hey. <laughs>
<laughs> we're doing one of those. We really we need episode nine to come out. We've we've talked about Star Wars for thirty episodes now without a movie coming out. We're getting a little stir crazy over here. Can you tell? We got cabin fever. I'm crying at trailers. I I don't know who Brian Paseo is. I I I, I Brian Paseo. I don't see. I like I'm, in Kansas City the Paseo. What's that? The street. In like downtown, oh, I want everybody that loves me to be Ryan Paseo. Wow, you don't know that song? Must have missed that one. Yeah. Um, I'll add it to my Spotify. Add it to my Spotify, which will not have this episode queued up. Right, but uh, no, you, you guys stuck with us. You got to go vote for vote of no confidence. Who has your vote of no confidence? Who is going to lose that fight? You guys decide. Um, and we're two weeks out. Thank God. <laughs> like obviously, so we'll we're be coming two weeks back. Out people, like we. There's so much excitement and anticipation. Kyle's going to cry. I think people are going to have heart attacks strokes we're gonna be over here like you said people gonna die okay you yes you found <laughs> it's like you forgot you had it's like here quick save the episode i'm trying to it's save the episode <laughs> why don't we just wrap it up oh okay yeah okay uh goodbye <laughs> not, a, not our best we cut a segment, we're still at hour 15.